back into the fold, and He will do it for you this morning. Amen. He is a, a caring and a concerned God. He is not one that uh, does not care about us, but He is very aware of every situation that, that we find ourselves in. So this morning we're blessed. It's so good to see all of you here. It's so good to see Brother Dixon in church this morning. Amen. Brother Mark. And he didn't know if he was going to get to come home this week, but uh, he did. He got to come home. Amen. So let's lift our hands and thank the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. We worship you today, Lord. We worship you today, Lord. So thankful for God's goodness, His mercy, His blessings, allowing us to be able to come to His house to worship and to praise and to magnify Him. I'm glad that I know who Jesus is. How about you? Amen. I'm glad that I know who Jesus is. Praise God. It is so good to be in the house of the Lord this Sunday morning to worship and to praise Him. And uh, good to see everyone that is here. Lord bless you for coming to the house of God. All of our guests that are here, we're honored that you come to be with us this morning and uh, looking forward to God doing something great for us in this house. So thankful for the touch of the Lord I've already felt. Amen. Amen. So thankful for God's miracle working power and uh, God's delivering power. Whatever you need, God has it in this place today. <clears throat> Amen. Whatever you're going through, whatever situation that you are facing, God has the answer in his house today. Amen. And uh, it's so good to see Diane here today. Been praying for her. Went through a major surgery and thank God for keeping his hand over her and uh, letting her be here today. Good to see Brother Dixon along with Brother Duplessis. Good to see Brother Dixon here, Brother Mark here. And uh, just believe in God to perform a miracle for Brother Mark. We know a miracle-working God. Amen. There is nothing that is too hard for God. God's more powerful than cancer. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Let's remember to pray for all of those who are in need of a miracle from God. So many are sick and not able to be here today. I don't know what this stuff is going around, but it seems like you get through with one thing and something else comes about. Um, but pray for all those are, who are sick. Let's continue to pray for Brother Buck. And uh, <clears throat> everybody out there on Hudson Hill needs prayer, I think. But uh, let's pray for them and uh, believe God to touch Brother Buck and uh, goes back, I believe, this week to the doctor, and we believe in God for a great report, and uh, we know that God is able. Thank God for what he has done. Amen. And what God is going to do. Uh, let's pray for all of those and so many. Let's pray for Brother Paul today. Needs a touch from the Lord, and uh, so many needs a touch from God. And I get so many requests through the week, and if I don't write them down, I seem to forget but uh, we are praying for all of those who have requested prayer. And uh, that's the reason why we do a lot of those unspoken requests. 
And uh, so, let's remember Sister Bergeron. She's in the hospital, not able to be here today. Ask God to give her a touch from heaven. Good to see Brother Adams here. He went to spend, spend a day in that high-priced hotel downtown. And uh, glad that he's here today and uh, able to be in the house of God. It's so good to see so many good-looking, smiling faces today. And them good-looking, frowning faces. And them good-looking, sleepy faces. And them good, them just faces. But <clears throat> anyway, let's uh, remember all the things that will be happening uh, this month. We got a quite a busy month. And uh, let's remember next Sunday night is our kids program. It's going to be a kids musical on archaeology and uh, won't be a very spiritual thing. It'll have a religious theme, but other than that, it, that's about all the spirituality that you'll probably get out of it. But um, we're going to have that for our kids, and we want to invite everyone to come and be with us. So uh, get a hold of your family members, invite them to come out next Sunday night. We're going to have a great time. Then after the service, we're going to go over to the gym and we're going to be serving hot dogs and hamburgers and french fries and desserts and all kinds of things and it's all going to be free. So uh, we're going to have a great time and we are looking forward to that. That is the 16th next Sunday night and uh, all the kids, listen, parents, all your children need to be here Saturday at 4 o'clock for practice. And uh, it is um, very necessary that they be here because if they're not here, uh, they won't know where to stand or what to do. So I had strict orders to tell you that they need to be here Saturday at 4 o'clock. And uh, then they're practicing on Wednesday nights during service and then on uh, Sunday nights instead of children's church or having practice. So bring your children we're going to have a great time. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, <clears throat> quite possibly because I'm going to have four that's in it. So anyway, I'm still looking forward to it. And uh, so remember, we had a great time this morning, a lot of faithful men over in the gym, and uh, we are so thankful to that. Appreciate Brother Duplessis doing that. All the men meeting over there uh, before service, we're having a great time, and then we have prayer uh, before service, and thank you for that. Uh, the 23rd, Brother Blakely will be here in service with us Sunday morning and Sunday night on the 23rd. We're going to have a great time. Brother Blakely is uh, my first cousin, and he pastors a church in Guy, Arkansas. So uh, he's been here before a few years ago. We're looking forward to him and his wife being here with us the 23rd. Uh, I believe the 22nd, is the fall festival out at Brother Buck and Sister Donna's house, and uh, we're looking forward to that. And uh, <clears throat> Wednesday night, I ask all the church to be present, uh, if all possible. And uh, it's kind kind of like this. I kind of take to the same thing my daddy used to always say. He said, "You do what you want to do if you want to do it bad enough." So uh, I want you to want to be here bad enough that you will be here Wednesday night. Every Wednesday night. Well, you should be here every Wednesday night. <clears throat> Amen. And uh, so if God comes on a Wednesday night, I want him to catch me at church. And uh, so that will be a good place to leave from.
And uh, so Wednesday night, this past Wednesday night, we started our yearly, uh, annually, uh, annual Bible study on perfecting holiness and the fear of God. Very important that you be here, very necessary. You say, oh, I know everything I need to know. Well, you can always learn more. I learn more every year I teach it, so I, uh, I always get a lot more out of it and uh, have a lot more to say. So be here Wednesday night. That'll be going on the rest of this month. And uh, if you missed uh, this past Wednesday night, get the CD, listen at it. Uh, we, need, we need to work, amen, to pre- uh, prepare to meet the Lord. And uh, so remember that Wednesday night, uh, Bible study. Youth Rally Friday night, the young people will be going to Burr Ferry Friday night. And uh, the van will be leaving here uh, somewhere around uh, uh, 6 o'clock or 5.30. That's 5.30 that. And uh, so 5.30 Friday evening, the van will be leaving going to Youth Rally in Burr Ferry over at Brother Harrington's church. We have a new Sunday school class. And uh, we've kind of split up the teen class, so I'm asking all the ones that are still young people that is not married, please be in Brother Josh's class if you're a young person going to college or graduated from high school. From 16 to uh, graduating college is a class in uh, Brother Josh and Sister Joy's class upstairs in the youth room. And then on the other side, um, uh, previously the junk room, and uh, not that we put all the CDs and tapes from all the previous messages that have been preached, the reason why we call it that, but over the years it has collected much, much junk. And uh, so they cleaned that out. My wife is teaching a class up there from 13 to uh, 16th, and uh, so we're Looking forward to all of these things that God has in store for us and these things that we all have in store for you. So some of it um, is just we have it in store. Some of it God has in store. So anyway, we have a, a people that say they don't have anything to do when they're serving God. I stay pretty busy myself, and uh, we can stay a lot busier serving the Lord. Choir practice tonight at 530 be here faithfully and on time for that. If you have time getting here, on, or if you have a problem getting here on time, choir practice starts for you at 5.15. So everybody else is 5.30 for choir practice. Choir be singing tonight, Lord, good Lord willing. Looking forward to that and uh, God doing something great for us in the house of the Lord tonight. But today I felt... Um, Something that I would like to share with you. I'm going to do my best to do so. If you want to stand, reading of the word of the Lord. Brother MacDaniel kind of got all over my little sermon this morning. But uh, anyway, I'm going to try to give to you what the Lord has laid on my heart. Psalms chapter 23. Psalms chapter 23. We'll be reading from there. And uh, then I will simply be preaching from Psalms 23. I don't have a title for this, but I want to break down Psalms chapter 23 the best that I can today. And uh, reading this and looking at it, I have gleaned from it, and I would like to share it with you today. Psalms chapter 23, verses number 1 through 6, reading the whole chapter. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. 
He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. And that's about as far as I'm going to get, but I'm going to finish reading the chapter. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Let's lift our hands toward heaven and let's reach out to the Lord right now. God, we love you today. We thank you, Savior, for your goodness, for your mercy, for your blessings. God, just for the opportunity of being in your house, God, we thank you for that. We ask you, Lord, to open our minds, our hearts, our spirits to the understanding and knowledge of your word where we could receive what you would say to us today. And everybody said, in Jesus' name, let's give the Lord a good hand clap of praise today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord bless you. You may be seated. It's uh, so good, again, to have all of our guests here. We're honored that you come to be with us. Lord bless you. And uh, we believe in God for a miracle today and uh, for a brother that come up for prayer. And uh, I know that God is a miracle worker. Amen. Looking, looking at Psalms chapter 23 now, I got into studying this, and uh, I kind of started breaking things down and looking at different areas and uh, of the Scripture here, and we have heard this. This is a very, very popular chapter in uh, the Word of God, in the psalmist, and uh, we, have, we have heard it preached about many, many times and uh, talked about it and quoted it and, and taught it to our children and uh, just the Lord just started dealing with me about Psalms chapter 23. I started looking into the Word of God, and when I started looking into the Word of God uh, and started putting something together and, and uh, making notes and uh, looking over it and seeing what God would have me to say, it began to grow. And uh, when it grows in my notes, it, it tends to grow even more when I'm in the pulpit. So I stopped after the third verse, and we'll try, if the Lord, uh, good Lord willing, and would have me to, I'll try to, to uh, pick up on this next Sunday morning. And, but, but starting out in the Psalms, uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, people have different opinions about who, uh, who was the author of Psalms 23. And... Uh, uh, what time frame that, that it was written in. And uh, a lot of people seem to think, uh, Bible scholars and, and uh, all, of, uh, all of these people seem to think that, that it could have been written in a time uh, when the children of Israel were taken into captivity. Um, and uh, then, but, 
but a lot of people tend to think, and this is, this is the way that I think, and this is the setting that I'm going to use, that it was written by David when he was in exile when Saul was trying to take his life. And uh, so when we take this, this picture of what was going on and, and uh, what was happening and what was taking place in David's life, uh, it puts a, 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 a light on Psalms chapter 23. And David was already anointed to be king over God's people. And so he was just a shepherd boy, and uh, he was brought in from the fields, anointed to be king, and then when he was anointed to be king, he was sent right back to the shepherd's field again. And uh, God was leading him, and God was directing him, and God had a plan and a purpose in his life. And uh, but But David had to be... Uh, willing and able to allow God to perform the plan and the purpose in his life. If we are not very careful as individuals, we try to rush God sometimes. And we try to, uh, we know that God has a calling on our life or has something that he wants us to do. So instead of waiting, we try to push uh, the issue and try to... Uh, try to move before God is ready to move. But, but before he could become king, God had a bear for him to kill, and God had a lion for him to kill, and God had some things that he wanted him to write down, and some songs that he wanted him to write, and some, some experiences that he wanted him to experience. God had a giant that he wanted David to kill, before he became king. So it was very important of David waiting upon the Lord to fulfill the promise in his life. So, so this is what happened. David began to write. David began to be inspired. David killed a bear. David killed a, a lion. And David killed a, a giant. And uh, David had many, many experiences. And even one place the, the scripture talks about when he had come in from a great victory that when he started making his way into town with his mighty men, people, the, the ladies and, and the children began to sing. Saul has killed his thousands, but David has killed his ten thousands. And David was lifted up and David was magnified. David was, was rising to the place that God had prepared for him. And, and I want to tell you today in starting out, God has a purpose and God has a plan for your life. God has a purpose for you being here today. Can I get a witness? Don't go to sleep yet. We're not done yet, but I promise we'll let you out before too much longer. But God has a purpose for you even being in the house of God today. God called you for a reason. God has given you this opportunity 
for a, a staple in your life, a point of direction in your life. And I want to tell you today, if you are in this house and don't know God in the power of the Holy Ghost, if you've never experienced the Holy Ghost in your life, if you've never been baptized in Jesus' name in your life, God has got you here for a reason and a purpose where you can have all there is that God has to offer you. Don't shortchange yourself. Don't, 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 don't do without what God has for you. But accept what God has for you in your life. Accept God doing something in your life. Amen. Don't listen to the naysayers that would say that the Holy Ghost is not for us today. They've come too late to tell me that. Amen. They've come in here too late. What I feel in this house right now is not just an emotion. Amen. It's not just hype. What we were experiencing a while ago was not just hype by a crowd of people. Amen. But that is a genuine out pouring of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. 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 So don't be shortchanged in what God would have for you in your life. So here David is when David thought, I better get back to my sermon this morning here. David, when he, when he thought that he was rising to the place that God would have him to be, then there was a jealous spirit that rose up in Saul. And Saul began to be jealous of David. And, and uh, there's an evil spirit that troubled Saul from God. And uh, it would trouble him and he would bring in David and David would play his heart. And uh, David uh, would, would sing his song and, and the evil spirit that troubled him would leave him. But when it would... When, it, when David would leave, jealousy would rise up in his heart because one thing, not just the kingdom being taken from Saul and given to David, but the anointing that was on Saul had transferred to David. That, that Saul, the anointing of God was pulled away from him. And there he was wandering around and, and knowing when he would see David, he would be reminded of what he used to be and what he used to have. Amen. And what he used to experience and there would be a jealous spirit that would rise up in him and he would want to take David's life. At one place he took his spear and he throwed it at David and David escaped. One time he comes into where David is sleeping thinking that David was sleeping but he had already been forewarned and escaped and tried to take his life. So this was a time Psalms chapter 23, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the viewpoint that I want to take is from the time of David's exile when he was running and fleeing for his life. Although he was anointed, he was still fleeing for his life. And I want to break this down the best way that I can. Psalms chapter 23 and verse number 1. The scripture starts out by saying David was making a statement. In this time of distress, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is 
my shepherd. Amen. One said that he leads them out and in. This is what the shepherd does. The shepherd finds that they, they, they find pasture and they find safety for the flock. The shepherd, he knows where to feed them. And in the course of his grace, amen, and providence leads them into the way in which they should go. Amen. The shepherd, the Lord is my shepherd. He watches over them and keeps them from being destroyed by ravious beasts. If any man have strayed, if any have strayed, if any leaves a flock, the the good shepherd, the Lord being our shepherd, goes out and he gathers them back to himself again. Brother Duplessis already made mention of the fact that the shepherd will leave the nine and nine and go searching for that one lost sheep. Amen. I am so thankful today that I have a good shepherd. Amen. I have someone that didn't cast me away when I went astray. How many, how many today would be honest and they said that I, there has been times where I strayed off in the wrong direction and I could feel the correcting rod of the shepherd as he guides me and says, no, no, no. Don't go there. Don't do that. Don't walk out. Don't, don't give yourself to that. Amen. I am thankful for the good shepherd in my life today hallelujah hallelujah I am thankful that I know I have a shepherd that he knows how to feed me amen how many times have you come to the house of God hungry and needing a touch from the Lord and needing help from God and saying God I've got to have a special touch God I've have some spiritual food my spiritual man is weak God I've got to be fed and you walk into the house of God and God knows just how to feed his people amen sometimes it's a shouting service sometimes it's by worship sometimes it's by song many times by the word of God going forth but I am thankful today that I have a shepherd that knows how to feed me when I need fed from heaven. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Long before this was written, amen, we find that the children of Israel, when they were in the wilderness, God knew just how to feed them. Amen. He began to let manna come down from heaven and he fed them every day with the manna from heaven. But what God said was that you can't gather too much. Gather what you need for the day because tomorrow you're going to have some fresh food. Amen. You can't make it on one service today. You can't make it on one weekend out of the month. Amen. But we have got to be faithfully committed to the house of God. Amen. Hungry. God, feed me. God, I need your help. God, I need your strength. God, I've got to have the food from heaven. Amen. Amen. See, 
God would give them just enough to keep them over until the next day. There was those who tried to say that, that well, you know, we better gather a little more because it might not happen today. The lack of faith. Amen. And sometimes we come to the house of God and we say, God, I want everything you've got to offer. God, I've got to have it all today. I've got to have strength from heaven today. I've got to have help today. God, I pour me out a blessing that I cannot contain. And God pours us out a blessing. Amen. But that blessing will only last until the next time. It's time to go to the house of God. Amen. The food that they tried to take in and they said, oh, I don't know about my faith. God's not going to do anything for me on Sunday morning. God only moves on Sunday night. Or God don't move on Wednesday night. So I better get a little bit extra because I'm not going to get what I need from the Lord. But the Lord said, hey, I am faithful. I am faithful to attending the house of God. And when you come present, with the need God is going to be able to make a way and God is going to be able to give you what you need from the Lord Amen the Lord the good shepherd he knows how to feed his people Amen he knows how to give them the things that they need he brings them in to safety how many times, Lord, how mercy, I ain't even off of the first, first three words of the first verse. Amen. He knows how to bring them in to safety in the midst, in the presence of the enemy. When the adversary comes against you with the flood, what did the scripture say? The Lord will raise up a standard. That is a banner that is flying high to remind the devil who's already paid the price and God has already won the victory and God is trying to go to bring out the forces, amen, against Satan to destroy him because you are one of his sheep, amen, you are of his pastor and he's there to protect you amen when I find myself in trouble there has been times where I said Lord if I could but just get to the house of God if I could some way I know this is just a building but it is a building that's been dedicated to the praising and the worshiping of the almighty God and I have found myself saying God I know I can pray at home God but there's sometimes I just gotta make my way to the house of God and I find myself surrounded in a place of safety and I find a holy boldness coming on me and I said devil you can get out of here and leave me alone because God is my shepherd God is my help God is my victory and God has built a fortress around his sheep hallelujah hallelujah amen God protects us from the beast that would destroy us Amen. If any man has strayed, here goes the shepherd out. Amen. And he tries to herd you back into the fold again. God won't let you go easy. 
If you backslide, if you walk out on God, it's because you want to so bad. Amen. That you are ignoring everything that the shepherd has done to gather you back in the fold. Amen. He's went all the way to Calvary where you could be saved today. Jesus went to Calvary. He has stretched His hands out wide. And they placed nails in the palms of His hand and took hammer and drove those nails through His hand just where you could be here today. Amen. And say, God, I don't want that. I tell you right now, God, I am thankful for the blood that was shed on Calvary. I thank the Lord for the opportunity that I have, amen, to be remitted of my sins, to go down in a watery grave in your name, to come up a new creature, amen, to be able to speak in tongues as the Spirit of God gives the utterance, amen, I'm excited about what God has done in my life. There has been times where the devil has led me and you astray. And thank God for the good shepherd that said, Whoa, wait, 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 don't, don't, don't do that. Amen. The shepherd, the sheep, the sheep are, God refers to us so much as sheep. A lot of people say, oh, they're the dumbest animals that he could refer us to. Well, I don't know about that, but, but they can do some foolish things. They could be getting too close to the edge of the cliff. And the shepherd says, whoa, not, not, don't, don't do that. Don't go there. There's been times I've walked on the edge and the shepherd said, oh, come back over here to the center point again. Mm, the Lord is my shepherd. Where would you be today if it was not for the shepherd in your life that was able to get you back to the center point? Amen. He brings them to the shade in a time of scorching heat. In times of persecution and affliction, He finds a way out. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. The first four are the first five words. The Lord is my shepherd. We could preach all day long on the Lord being my shepherd. I'm, I'm not going to do it, but anyway, I, I, I probably could until I just run out of voice. But but the Lord is my shepherd. He he knows how when when it's hot. Oh, when the sun is beating down, when the blistering winds are blowing about us. Amen. When we have no shade or no hope, the shepherd knows just how many times have you felt in your life that you could not go on, that I can't take it anymore. I can't go on anymore. I can't do it anymore. I can't handle it anymore. There's so much pressure all around me. So many things going on that's surrounding me. And I can't it anymore. I can't make it anymore. I can't live this way anymore. And then all of a sudden the shepherd comes in and he reminds you, hey, I'm your shepherd. I've got a shady spot over here that's got... Woo! Hallelujah! 
a spot just right over here that's got your name written on it that when you've taken all that you can take and you went as far as you can go God brings you to a place of peace and a place of safety and a place of help the Lord is my shepherd hallelujah 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 Amen. So many times we wonder. Remember. Remember where David is. Remember what David's going through. David's sitting in a cave somewhere with some guys around him that were called his mighty men. You know what they were? They were, they were people that were running from the law. They were people that were rejects from society. There was people that wasn't paying their taxes. They were a rough and motley crew. Amen. They had some problems. They had some troubles. And here David is anointed to be king over the children of God. And he's backed up in a cave somewhere. And he sits down. And he begins to take and he begins to write. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. God, when I thought I couldn't stand the heat any longer. God, when I thought I was going as far as I could go. God, when I thought there was nowhere else to run from Saul. Lord, you opened up a hole in the ground. Amen. And you allowed me to go in a hole in the ground in the back of a cave and I found safety. I found covering. I found shade. Amen. When I was in trouble, God allowed me to go to the house of the Lord and I found safety. I found shade. I found covering in the house of God. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you may be going through the darkest valley of your life. Amen. Amen. I know many are fighting sickness, fighting disease. Hey. Hmm. Going through troublesome time, fighting financial difficulties and situations. Amen. Maybe a husband that don't want to do right and live for God. Maybe a wife that don't want to do right and live for God. Maybe children that don't want to do right and live for God. Amen. Maybe family members giving you a hard time and trying to discourage you. But the Lord is my shepherd. David said it doesn't matter if Saul chases me wherever Saul chases me. God's over there and has his angels digging out a hole that Saul can't find. Amen. Quit complaining about the place of safety that God has put you in. Quit complaining about the place of rest that God has given you. Amen. God is a God that will give you rest and it will make you worried that you're getting so much rest. Amen. You can lay down and sleep at night through your trouble and wonder how God do I sleep. It's because the Lord is my shepherd. Amen. The Lord is my help. The Lord is my provider. And the Lord knows how to take good care. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. 
praise God, my shepherd. And he knows how to take good care. I remember that old song that said he knows how. He knows just how to take good care of me. He's already, he's already got a way. The scripture said, I kind of stuck on this little spot right here, but, but high-centered and maybe the Lord will help us here today. But, but the Lord, the Bible says that with every temptation, God has already made a way of escape. Amen. Every temptation, every problem, every circumstance, every trial, every heartache, every sickness, every disease, every death, every, every shortcoming, God has already made a way of escape. And the shepherd is out there with his rod saying, hey, this is the way. Walk ye in this way. This is the direction to go. This is a place of safety. This is the place of help and restoration is in the house of God. Hallelujah. 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 In the time of heat, He brings him to a place of shade. Amen. The, the, the shepherd is in tune with his sheep today. God knows you You say, oh God, don't even know my name. God knows every hair on your head. Now it's a lot simpler on some than it is others. But He knows every hair on your head. He has every one of them numbered. The Scripture said that He knows... Every... You ever looked at the stars? Hey man, I was outside last night and looking up at the sky. I was hoping for clouds, but I only seen stars come out this morning. And I was looking at the stars in the sky. Star after star after star after star after star. And God has them all named. And the devil is telling you he don't know who you are. And he don't know where you're at. And he don't know what you're going through. You need to look the bald-faced liar in the face and say, Devil, God knows how to take care of me. God knows who I am. God is my shepherd. And I will not fear what the enemy would say to me. I will not fear what the enemy will do to me. God is my shepherd. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He takes care that they shall not lack no manner of thing that is good. Hallelujah. They get ready to sing. I'm going to have to quit. I know I'm still stuck on five words here. Mm. Man, I was working on this and something told me, you better, you better stop. After three pages, I begin to stop. Bring it to a close. I ain't even halfway through the first page. Amen. I'm not going to preach it today. Relax. Don't get mad at me. Don't walk out on me. Don't quit on me. But, but we're, we're about to get out of here. But God is saying, He's not going to leave you lacking for anything that is good for you. Amen. Amen. You wonder why? Why do I have this problem? Why am I dealing with this distress? Why am I going through this? Why 
am I facing this? Why do I fight these battles? We find that the Apostle Paul said, I prayed about my thorn in the flesh. I prayed three times that God would move my thorn in the flesh. The first time he didn't. The second time he didn't. But the third time he said, my grace is sufficient. You say, God, if you love me, why don't you take these problems from me? He didn't promise you that He'd take all the problems from you. But He did promise you, I'd go with you all the way. I'd never leave you. I'd never forsake you. But when you look to the right hand or you look to the left hand, everywhere you look, there's going to be help from God. Because the Lord, David said, the Lord is my shepherd. Let's all stand this morning. The Lord is my shepherd. And the Lord knows just what I need. And the Lord knows how to take good care of me. Hmm. You ever wanted something? Come to find out later God didn't let you have it and you was kind of uptight at God. God, why didn't you give me that? And then... Find out later that God knew just what He is doing. God's not going to hold the things back from you that you need. God is a provider. God is a way maker. God is a deliverer. God is a helper. God's not depriving His people and His sheep. But God wants you to be healthy and prosper. But like the writer once said, he said, boy, before I was afflicted, I must tell you that I would go astray. But God knew just how to get me back to the place that He wanted me to be with Him. God knows how to heal you. God knows how to deliver you. God knows how to set you free from the adversary of your soul. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place right now. Let's reach out to the Lord, church. Hallelujah. Help me, church. Come on. Come on. Make a cry to God right now. The Holy Ghost is in this place right now. God wants to touch somebody in this house right now. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, church. Come on, church. Let's pray. Let's pray. Somebody help me touch the Lord. Somebody help me touch the Lord right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on. Come on, church. We can do better than that. Oh, Holy Ghost power right now. Holy Ghost touch right now. Holy Ghost help right now. In Jesus' name. If you are in this place right now, 
in this house and you're struggling, you're having problems, you're having sicknesses, you're having distresses, you're going through things you can't understand. Amen. A saint of God, a backslider. It doesn't matter what position that you fall in, what category that you fall in this morning, but you need help from God. I want you to step out by faith and I want you to rely on that good shepherd right now and say, God, you know how to take good care of me. God, I'm reaching out for a safe place. God, I'm reaching out for covering from the hot sun. God, I'm reaching out from covering from the adversary of my enemy. God, I'm looking, I'm looking for help. I'm looking for direction. I'm looking for healing. I'm looking for a miracle. I'm looking for deliverance right now. Why don't you step out by faith? Come on, church. Come on, let's pray, church. Let's pray. Let's get our mind on God right now. Holy Ghost touch. Holy Ghost touch. Come on. Come on, let's make our way to this front right now. Let's reach out to the Lord. Touch God today. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd. He is my help. He is my strength. He is my strong power. He is my deliverer. 